Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of the Blogger Breakthrough Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Liz Deepson from elizabethsteepson.com and the founder of the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to stay consistent with your blog. So let's get to it. Okay, the first thing you need to establish is your consistency schedule, okay? You're really gonna struggle to stay consistent if you set yourself up for failure. Don't say you're gonna post three times a week or tell yourself you're gonna post three times a week if you can only manage one post every other week. There's nothing wrong with posting only once every other week or once a month. You need to figure out a schedule that works for you, especially now. I think a lot of us have had our time to work on our blogs really limited by, you know, family being home and all sorts of other things. Um, So, you know, give yourself some grace and give yourself a break. And if you can only manage once a month or once a week or once every other week or whatever, you know, accept that it's okay. And then just pick that as, as your schedule. If you're behind or constantly scrambling to finish a blog post to make sure it goes out, you know, do a hard stop. Uh, Give yourself a month or two. Let your email list know. And I would suggest continuing to email your list, even if you're kind of taking a posting sabbatical. And use that month or two to get ahead on your editorial calendar. That way you're not constantly scrambling. Um, I've done this because... I've, I've done it all the ways, right? I've, I've tried scrambling and stopping and starting, but really uh, taking a solid break a month or two to really get things aligned and make sure all the little bugs on my site were kind of cleaned up so that I felt better spending time creating blog posts has helped. And it's much easier to take a break and then be consistent from there on out than it is to like stop and start and then your audience never knows what to expect. Okay. Um, so resist the urge to post something as soon as it's done, unless it's super timely. So, you know, sometimes you do, I remember when I created my GDPR guide in 2018, it was super timely, like GDPR was going into effect. So people needed that information. Um, it's okay to take a break. It's the constant suffering and starting that gets hard. Like I said, okay. If you are struggling to keep up, even after you've taken a break and you know, you've gotten ahead, just like you keep those meals in the freezer. For like when you're too tired to cook, I've got some quick on-hand solutions for your posting schedule. Um, so the first idea is to update an old post. So if you've been blogging a while, chances are you've got some posts that could use to be updated. Uh, so update it and give it a new featured image. Now there's there's a technical you know caveat to this. The trick is that you do the update just like you would update anything, and then the day you want to go quote unquote live, go in and change the date to de- the the current date at a time that's already happened. You do not want to schedule an updated post because then it'll take down. You could, it causes some tech issues. Okay. So go ahead and update it. It'll, the updates will be live before you make it, you know, kind of the most recent post and that's fine, you know, um, but then it just kind of keeps your blog feed moving. You also need to make sure if you're going to do the update strategy, that your URL doesn't include dates. If your permalink structure, which is the URL where it's like your site name, so for example, mine's elizabethstapleton.com. If it's elizabethstapleton.com forward slash the date slash the post name, then this, don't, don't do this. Don't update and change the date on the post because it's gonna break your old URL and then you gotta forward it. Um, it's best to have a permalink stru- structure that doesn't include a URL and you can do that in your settings on WordPress. If you do have you know, if, if you didn't know that when you first started, and a lot of people don't, so don't beat yourself up about that. Um, I would leave it alone until you can afford to hire someone to go in and fix that for you because it will require, if you change it, it will break all your links. And that is not a headache you want. Um, Grayson Bell from iMark Interactive, he's awesome. Uh, I, I'm a monthly subscriber to his services. 
I'm not an affiliate or anything, but he's who I would recommend if you do have this permalink problem. Um, but this post is about staying consistent, not about permalinks. So let's go on. The next quick and easy way to post something is to do a roundup of your own posts. So roundup of other content can be a lot of work because you have to do all this research and, you know, um, get permission for images and whatnot, but you can totally do a roundup of your own post pretty quickly. For example, if you're a food blogger, you could do your top five chicken recipes or instant recipes or vegetarian recipes, you know. Um, the same thing works for other niches too. For my personal finance site, I did like top five posts to help you pay off debt, top five frugal living posts to save more money. You know, take a category on your blog and figure out a way to do a roundup. It doesn't need to be a huge number. You don't need the top 17 posts. Just work with what you have. I think five's fine. Uh, the benefit is it's quick to write. All you have to do is write an intro to each post and then link to it. And it helps get more eyes on those posts. Is that going to be the most like SEO friendly post? Not necessarily, although um, search engines do look at how many pages are pointing to your posts within your site. Um, so it doesn't hurt, you know, it just won't be super long, but it, it keeps things going. It makes it easier to have so that you have something that posts. Uh, so you stick to your schedule if something comes up. All right. And then another strategy would be, of course, guest posts. Um, now, getting quality guest posts can be a challenge, but if you're in some sort of blogging group on Facebook, you can usually do, a, you know, a post that's like, hey, guys, I've, I've seen this done, especially for women who are about to have a baby. And they're like, hey, guys, I'm about to have a baby. Can I uh, have some guest posts to help fill up my like my posting schedule because I'm going to, you know, have a newborn, um, you know, but you can just say, hey, guys, I'm looking to get more guest posts on my blog. You know, if you're interested, send me a little information about your idea and, you know, make sure it's like a legit blog post. Any any sort of uh, email you get that's like, how much to post on your uh, blog? Like, those are spammy. Don't do those. Don't get paid for it. Okay? Don't, like, that's that's junk. But legitimate bloggers, good guest posts can also be a great way to fill your, uh, your editorial calendar. Okay. And the last tip I have to help you stay consistent is to batch like crazy, but only do one thing at a time which I know sounds a bit contradictory. Uh, what I mean is this, if you're working to create the featured image for a post, do it for several posts at once, but just do the featured image. Uh, worry about the Pinterest images later. When you're writing, just write. Don't try to edit and proofread at the same time. The more you batch like this, the easier it will be to keep things moving. Uh, Jeff Goins, who is a writer, he's got, uh, he wrote The uh, Art of Work, I think, uh, and Real ar artists don't starve. Um, he spoke at the 2020 Blogger Breakthrough Summit about having a three-bucket system for content creation. As long as those buckets always have something in them, you'll always have work to do and be able to put out posts. And these were the three buckets. He said a bucket of ideas, um, a bucket of drafts, so drafting, some, drafting it into something readable, and then a bucket of edits, so editing it into something publishable. So capture your ideas in a bucket, you know, a bucket of drafts, a bucket of edits to do. And then your job is really just to move something from one bucket to the next. Okay. And as long as you do that, like each day you move one bucket, something from one bucket to the next, then you, you know, you're not going to run out of content. Okay. Um, and the final tip is, which I know I already said final tip, but another final tip, a post final tip, uh, is don't get hung up on what tools you use for ideas or drafting or whatever. Do whatever works for your brain. Trying out a new tool just because someone mentioned something is a distraction and it's a form of procrastination. If your current tool set isn't working for you, then okay, you have permission to go looking for other tools, but don't waste a ton of time on them because again, it's just procrastination in another form. I am an expert at that as well, but hopefully these tips will help you to be more productive and consistent with your blog posting. 
I just want to thank you for being here. I'm so glad you could join me for this second episode of the Blogger Breakthrough Podcast. I hope you'll stick around for episode three, where I'm going to be sharing some tips on how to prioritize when it comes to blogging. I'll catch you then. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button to be notified when new episodes go live. And if you want to take our relationship to the next level, go ahead and leave a review of the podcast too.